Yo, yo, Steve. Yes, Nathan. So I was thinking, we already have one female's perspective on, you know, losing their virginity, and right now, today, we have another female here. Want to do a second one? Um, I think that that decision should be made by um, the the female in question. Of course, of course. B, B. Not to put you on the spot. I mean, it's not like we asked you beforehand. <laughs> Would you like to share your first time experience? Absolutely. Wow, that's really out there. Like, you're all in? All in. All right, th- this is going to be intense. 100% in. Play the mini soda for the intro. Welcome back. So glad you could join us. Um, we are here with Brienne today. Of course, Nate's here too. Whatever, and you know, it's it's very it's kind of become a, a tradition of ours, a really fucked up tradition that everybody who comes on the show just tells their first time story. So uh, Brienne has agreed to to do so today, most graciously, and um, I mean, I'll um, I'll let Nate. Uh, set the stage as he normally does and, and maybe ask a couple teaser questions to get us get us kind of worked into it. So, B, number one, mm-hmm. how old were you? 17. 17. So, yes. what, what was your attitudes on sex at the time? I was not interested at all. At all? At all. I thought it was... I, I had like a little girl mentality towards it. It was disgusting. Boys had cooties and I could get pregnant by them looking at me the wrong way. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Now, do you think that was influenced by, say, how you're taught, your family? Uh, definitely my family. Absolutely. Um, especially since I have three older siblings that had children at uh, 16, 17, and 18. I see. So you kind of had a bit of a um, experience in that. Yeah. 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 Maybe you didn't think your siblings were the best at being safe with that. Horrible. Okay. And what made you to change your mind? You know, did was it like a build up to that? So like with, with me, for instance, I had a lot of foreplay, like six months of foreplay. Not not not, not like in in one room, never left. <laughs> six months. <laughs> Nate goes for the long game. And when there's six months of foreplay and you go less than six months of sex, it's a disappointment. I, that's crazy. I actually have a a, a sex story like that where, not six months by any means, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could go six months, but I definitely went six hours with breaks with the same dude. Ugh. Um, <laughs> was that a, uh, to dude or to the thought of the specific person? The specific person. Wow. I'm, who, you know who you are. Mm. You're out there and you know who you are. Yes. Yes, he does. Also, are we talking foreplay or sex right here? That was sex. Six, I did six, not like foreplay. Six six months? No, not six months. Six, six. <laughs> No, six hours of straight. Uh, we six we broke it up. Six months most of a baby. S- six hours though, my god, that that to hurt. It it was so dry. I felt like sandpaper. I'm like, what? What is this? Why are we still doing this? I can't yeah. even. I think I just kept doing it to 
shut him up, really. I was just like, okay, whatever. So is it safe to assume that uh, there wasn't much foreplay involved in your first time? Not at all. I don't even really to this day like foreplay. It's not fun for me. Mm-hmm. So who was it with exactly? Was it someone you were dating? Like, like set the stage. Okay, so 17 years old, terrible outlook on sex. It was kind of scary. Um, I... I was, he was my, he was my good friend and, um, he was pretty experienced in the sexual world. He lost his virginity at 14 and I kind of looked up to him for those type of things. And I don't really have experience with boyfriends at that time because I was kind of a loner. So, um, one night he came over, he was having a hard time at home and he just wanted to clear his head and he came over and, um, I was like, we were sitting down and we were kind of talking what he was going through and I was having a hard time with my, what would be my ex-boyfriend <clears throat> at that time. We were kind of on a breakup hiatus and I was having a hard time with understanding sexual things. I was told I gave amazing head because that's all I would do for foreplay. I'm terrible at hand jobs. I couldn't do it. I didn't like it. It was weird. I didn't like to be played with. So blow jobs it was. So at this point you had had like some kind of sexual relations, like, you know, blow jobs it sounded like. About a year. I, I started at 16 with the blow jobs. You gave a blow job for a year? Yes. Straight one straight blowjob the whole year. This is my sexual experience. A sandpaper blowjob? No. You I, were well it was, it was a... It was like <laughs> making love to a tube sock. That's how hydrated it was. No. It's like, it's like that. there's that kind of gum that makes you salivate. <laughs> yeah, no. You had a whole pack of it. It was just a noise. What the fuck is going on on this podcast? Okay, so uh, six-month blowjob, year blowjob. Year blowjob. No, just a year of experiences of blowjobs. Um, Not much receiving, though. Oh God, uh, the first guy bit me. Why would I let anyone <laughs> else? Like That's fucked up. What? Yeah. That's a dope, and I was wrong to just base it on that one, but... Uh, was he just dumb? Was he trying to bite you? What? He heard that nibbling was sexy. It is not. Not in my opinion. But that's just me. I don't, I'm not, don't nibble my labias. You don't like yeah. it when I grind my teeth against you. Why are you. To be fair, chopping? I've heard stories where girls have bitten down and like used teeth and stuff and thought that that was a good thing. So I can see a guy being misinformed in the same way as well. Yeah. Though if you understand anatomy, you would understand. Like if we had a good education system for sex, and this is what this always comes down to on these types of podcasts is that our education system for sex is so fucked up. And if Horrible. we just did basic anatomy, it would seem kind of obvious that teeth is not good on a highly sensitive area. There are some people who like that, but, you know, not, I can't imagine there are so up. many. And also, you, you got you to gotta communicate that. If you want to be, if you want someone you know, nibbling at your labia or chomping on your dick, yeah. you, you got to be like, Hey, you, you want to use your teeth down there a little bit? So you're saying that it should be assumed that you don't, unless yeah. otherwise expressly told by that specific person. Right, right. Yeah. I would agree with that. 
It has to be a conversation. <laughs> but we've kind of strayed away from the original, <laughs> the original story. So if we can jump oh, back on that, my bad. So um, where was I? No, oh. that was a very important conversation, though. Where was I? I hope we just uh, saved a dick and a, or a labia. All right, something. so, so he had just come over to your house, and you were dealing with your ex boyfriend. Oh, oh yes, like he was having his hard time, yeah. and I was just sexually frustrated. And um, I just looked at him and was just like, "Would you be willing on giving me some pointers?" Not wanting to go to sex—that was not my intent. Um, so he's like, "Sure." So I, I did tell him about the chomping bit, and I talked to him about how scared I was of a uncircumcised penis because I had. One dealing, and I literally screamed at it. I didn't know what it was. Wait, to be honest, they are frightening. Uh, but I didn't, and being a female, I was just like, what is this? Because when I see penises in, like, media or anything, it's it's rare to see the foreskin. I think I saw a porno. Like, the first porno I saw with where the guy had a foreskin, I was just like, what is that alien thing right there? Was it foreskin gump? No, that's a real porno. What? And he has foreskin. <laughs> or Game of Thrones, where most of the penises in Game of Thrones are on the What? 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 <laughs> you've seen Game of Thrones, right? What? I, can Nathan, we get back? Nathan, you've seen Game of Thrones. Are we talking about Game of Thrones or Game of Bones right here? A Game of Thrones. They show dick in Game of Thrones, and it's yeah. uncircumcised. I haven't really like paid that much attention to the shape of the dick. You know what? If you're going to pay attention to the tits and the ass and the bush, then you got to pay attention to the dick, too. It's uh, common courtesy. I like that. I'm, I'm kind of a wuss, though. Like... I tell myself with the gay scenes, okay, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna power through this. You know, I, you're, I'm gonna be the power <laughs> bottom. No, I, no, I, I am. I like that they have homosexual relationships in Game of Thrones. I like that they show it. But then, I, I, whenever I watch them, it's like, uh, uh, okay, my, 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 I'm covering my eyes now. This is too much. She's literally covering his eyes right now. I very thought of it. <laughs> Do you think that's like, uh, man, we've gotten so off topic. Do you think that's like, like deep seated homophobia that you would never act on and you know is irrational, but it's a part of just your your deep seated whatever homophobia comes from? I don't think it's homophobia so much as not being attracted to men. But you can not be attracted to something and then to shield your eyes is a completely different story. Like, Are you that's scared beyond... for your anus? Is it like... Am I scared of what? Does, yes. does your butthole clench? Right. And when you cover your eyes, you're like, oh, no, don't do not do that. Like you're, like, like you you're going to get butt raped? Right. Like you're... Well, for, feel that? <laughs> for me, like imagine like like two people you really don't find attractive, right? Okay. And then you seem to start making out. It's like, oh, oh like oh. old people or something? Yeah, yeah. So, like gumming each wreck. other? Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's imagine you see two old people making out. And then, you know, they start taking off their clothes and they start fucking. It's not like I have something against old people or anything. Right. It's not some deep-seated old, you know, thing against old people. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm not really digging this whole two old people. Going I ahead. have oldophobia. <laughs> really? No, but now I do. <laughs> All right, let's get back on topic. So you weren't anticipating having sex. You just wanted pointers. Absolutely, because he was known to get around on the block. So, yeah, that, that was like the perfect opportune time. So we go upstairs in my room to have more privacy because my sisters were home. And um, we're up there. We're actually talking about it. He complies with what I'm asking. 
And he just, there was a moment of silence and he was just like, do you want to do it? And I'm like, we're going to have sex. Is that what you're asking? And he's like, yeah. Do you just, would you rather do it with a friend? Oh my God, my dream come true. Here's this hot blonde guy that I kind of had a little crush on, but he's my friend. So there's that weird friend zone thing going on. He was just like, it was perfect opportunity because there was that level of understanding that we're friends and that's where it's going to stay. And he's not, he's not going to make fun of me. I'm not going to make fun of him. He knows the situation. So it was like the opportune time. Yes. Let's have sex. Let's, let's do this. And he knew I didn't like foreplay. So it was even better. So now were you like horny at the time? I mean, what was this like? Because uh, for me, it's, if a girl is just like, let's have sex, or you want to have sex? I might be in that voice. <laughs> you want to have sex? Like, I'm a girl. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> this is what a girl sounds like. If I was a boy, my penis would probably go limp, and I could not use it at that boy with that voice. It's, it's, uh, I might be like, oh, yeah, okay, but I'm not, being, I'm not, I wouldn't be like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I was, I think I was more excited with the opportunity to do it with a friend. It was like, I felt safer. I felt more comfortable. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. You were excited as an educational opportunity, not as a sexual opportunity. Yes. And this is where it gets weird. And this this might be too much information, but. um, That's the whole point of the show. We just talked about old people and foreskin gump and (laughs) Nate's deep-seated homosexual phobias. Well. That don't exist. When I was younger, I was more imaginative sexually, and I got wet without even trying. And I I did have the drive, I just didn't have the desire. My body was ready. My body's like, let's do this. But I wasn't ready. So I was wet even before he came over. I had that problem where I'm like, my body just wanted to go, go, go and do it. Yeah, that's something that guys have a lot as well. Like they'll they'll get boners for no reason. And and I've talked to my sisters and my girlfriends, and they're like, "What the hell are you? What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I probably should have been a dude because that's that's just what it was. I just I wanted for no reason. I just my body was like, let's do this. We're ready." There's been a few times where I've just been talking to some girl, no sexual tension whatsoever, and that's like pop a boner. I'm like. Okay, this is inconvenient. So that's what it's like for guys. Okay, yeah, this is the, that was that's what it was for me. That that was it. But lady boner. It was a lady boner. It was perfect. So yeah. and <laughs> we <laughs> Nate's just like yeah. <laughs> Play that, that clip back like three times in a row right now. That is the most accurate use of the word lady boner I've ever seen. I had uh, it. You know, I do what I do. I Go on. So we unceremoniously undressed, and he was just like, "Okay, I'm going to take it easy," um, because what average is average male penis size erect six six inches for a white male? They say correct, roughly uh, f- give or take five five to six inches. Five to six. Okay, he was eight and a half, and it was sloping. He was a smiler. He smiled. His penis went. You, you can't make a sound effect for like <laughs> listeners to understand. It smiled. It uh, so it curved upwards. It curved upward. Thank you. 
Did it curve to the left at all? No, it it was straight, but curved upwards. Okay, okay, so it's like a hill. Yes, and um, those types he taught me later was better from getting it from behind, hands down. Yeah, because of the key spot sense. being there. Oh, it hits the right spot every time, no problems. But me being a virgin, being nervous, he was like, do you want to be on top? I'm like, nope, because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, why do I want to be put in that position? I will be on bottom. We'll do this missionary. And uh, we did it missionary, except even with his size, I could not tell he was inside me. So when he put it in, did you like notice? Um, I felt a... I felt a slight burning in a... I don't think burning is a good thing. That's not a word. Yeah, that's not the word. It was a... There was tension. There was a lot of tension. And it it was like a hot pain. It wasn't burning. That's why... Mm, it was a hot pain. And it was just this immense tension. And then all of a sudden, it was... There was... I... Nothing. It was just like... I felt some pressure there was something there but okay so he's thrusting in and out you know doing the movements but i wasn't feeling that anticipated like massage effect that pe- that girls were talking oh yeah just rail me pound me you feel that massage effect i didn't feel that so it was like i didn't feel the actual movement of the penis rubbing against my inner labias and, and pushing back into my outer and then rubbing against... I didn't feel any of that. Just pressure, a little bit of pressure. So I knew something was there. Was this like an overstimulation thing where like you were you were so overstimulated that you didn't feel anything or... I did not... Is it like when you smoke weed the first time and you don't get high? I, you know, I didn't come, did not come. Um, so I'm not sure if I was overstimulated because I feel like if you were overstimulated, it would be, uh, well, no, I had been overstimulated. So no, it wasn't. Hmm. So you didn't feel anything at all? I didn't feel the massage. I just felt the, there was just this pressure, like, like a freaking jumbo tampon was right there and that's it. Just, Uh there's something there, but it's, it's just hanging out. And did you tell him this or did he like catch on to this or something? So uh, he, he, he's thrusting and I'm, I'm not really making much for noises. So he, he just like breathing hard and he starts slowing down and I'm like, are you in? <sighs> oh, I'm an asshole for saying God. that. I asked, are it, you in? And he oh, said, shit. yes, I, I've been. I don't know if he said moving. I don't know the exact wordage he used, but he's like, yeah, I've been going for the past couple minutes here. So now I'm embarrassed and instantly without even, I didn't even think. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. And he was just like, he's not moving. And I'm like, I'm thinking. And uh, just that awkwardness. She she is now visibly fanning herself. It's it's like one of those times where, like, 
you say something that's a bit jerkish, and then you, you know, then you find out you misunderstood the other person, and you're like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> you just react the way you think you should react. <laughs> I apparently reacted the way that I thought needed appropriate at that time and what guys want, I guess, I'm assuming. Because I can tell you right now, I did not have a thought in my mind. I was just like, oh. <laughs> oh! You know, this big thing. So was there a progression at this point? Or was there is there a, a finish at this point? Oh, nobody finished. There was mm. no happy ending in this one. Um, he just kind of sat there for a second. He goes, okay, you can stop with that. And he just kind of pulled away. And I'm like, I, I, it was quiet. We looked at each other and I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I, have- <laughs> I apologize. I remember apologizing and saying, I'm sorry. But on the inside, I'm like, disappointed and not really sorry. I was sorry for what I said, the 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 misunderstanding being like, are you in yet? Because the way I said it wasn't really nice, but I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I don't know what to do. And um, so I apologize. And we didn't talk again for a couple weeks. And I don't blame him. Uh, um, and I found out, you know, when he pulled out, there was a little bit of blood usually is but i guess there was a significant amount because he was famous for taking virgins um and he was looking he's like are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine he's like oh i got quite a bit of blood on me here are you you good i'm like yeah i'm good i went i wiped there was a little bit of blood no bleeding and then you can imagine what happened next day so Next day, I was in immense pain, and I, ever since after that time, I could feel things a lot more during sex. And I don't know if it was because he had popped my hymen and kind of broken that in. Maybe my body was just like, "Here's this huge trauma. It's in shock. I don't know what to do." Maybe I was just like in shock. I, I think it may have been anxiety. So maybe you're just like super anxious and uh, just kind of, I don't, I don't know. Because uh, there's a thing with guys where if they're anxious and they're having sex, it's like uh, sometimes they can't come because, you know, like the sensation in their penis is enough to keep it hard, but not enough to keep it, you know, like ex- ex- rolling. That doesn't sound like much of an issue. It, it is. Uh, I've had this before. Uh, so it's like if a girl starts kind of, I've had this happen. Start starting, oh, come on, come on, come, come on. You start getting anxiety about that. And you start trying to finish. And then the more anxious you are about finishing, the less able you are to finish. Okay. It, it, it's a problem. <laughs> and then when you're there for 50 minutes, fucking pushing and pushing and pushing, and you're covered in sweat, and she's covered in sweat, and she's like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> and it's like, no, it'll be, it'll be five minutes, trust me. And. and <laughs> <laughs> This is an act like a, a perfectly accurate rec- recreation right now. And it's, it's not like we want, don't want to stop fucking her because it's like you want to finish. Yeah. Like you, you can't not finish. But then it's like I don't want to do another thrust here. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. I I I think I can relate 
on some level because I know after about five to seven minutes into sex, even not just the first time, but even now, five to seven minutes is perfect for me for every time I have sex. Anything more, I'm, I don't want to say I get bored, but I'm like, get in, get off, get out. Like, that's my saying. Get in, get off, get out. Mm-hmm. She and- has it uh, embroidered on a pillow. <laughs> Should. <laughs> oh and my when God. Uh, when things get get you know too lengthy, there she just like takes it out from behind her head and she's like points at it. <laughs> that would be that's genius. <laughs> um. Okay. So so that's um that that's that story. Now <laughs> <laughs> this is a smooth transition. <laughs> Now, um, something else that that we brought up with the last female guest we had on was um, the the female orgasm and describing what that sensation is like. So she, no, 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 uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. don't prompt, don't prompt. Okay, okay. So, um... how does a woman know when she's done? <laughs> I assume the same way a male does. Um, there is a, a lot of pressure building up in this plateau of euphoric feelings. Like, yes, yes, yes. And then this release, <laughs> this wet release, kind of like if you had to pee really bad and you've been holding it and holding it and then all of a sudden you get that euphoria pee. So you feel the release of liquid. You can feel the liquid. And you feel your body just relax into this awesome kind of like body high. And it's a release like as if you were right after you sneeze that that just release. (laughs) So your vagina sneezes. Yes, you're cleansed. You're you're renewed you're revitalized it's so it's, it's almost like if you had to sneeze and you know it's like building up building up uh, 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 and, and then eventually you sneeze and that's the orgasm the second that comes out off and you see like stars <sighs> okay <laughs> this this is uh, i don't know how to handle this I love sneezing. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not trying. Anyone who knows me can vouch that anytime I sneeze, I kind of, I have to just kind of get my bearings afterwards. And I'm just like, you can ask me anything. I get instantly better mood. I just, yes, I can't wait for that next sneeze. I love sneezing. Is, is, is this a euphemism? I'm not sure. No, if it is. I'm dead serious. I love sneezing next to orgasming. Sneezing, I will go to. It's the quickest release that I like, and I think that's why I'm like, get in, get off, get out. And I can defend that even further and say I like multiple rounds of short bursts of sex. So. Get in, get off, get the feather. Tickle my nose. <laughs> it's all over. That's even better because I. I Yes. Imagine if you sneezed while whoa you're being <laughs> no. I don't think I could handle that. I really, my body would just be like, I die of. You know how they say like some guys would die happy, or if they die happy, there's a boner. Like that's the complete. I would die happy. 
If you were like, sneezing, I would have a lady sneeze boner. to death. Sneeze while getting off is oh yeah, or even just sneezing to death. So what happens with your head at the at that moment? When I get off, it's I almost feel like. <laughs> Almost like they say that sometimes you see stars. I've never seen the stars. I don't know what they mean by that. But it's almost like fireworks gone off. My head's up in the cloud. I'm on cloud nine. Bitches, I am on cloud nine with my cake. Don't, Don't even. You can ask me anything. You can tell me anything. That's cool. I'll answer anything. Whatever. But you ain't bringing me down. Like, I'm on this high. This ultimate natural high. Yeah. All all I can picture right now is like... Being in a threesome, you know, huh. uh, you know, getting it from behind, and then you know, giving the other guy oral, and then you orgasm and you sneeze while giving the guy oral, and it's just kind of like, <sighs> ooh, it's like rain jacket. Why the fuck did that come to your <laughs> head? Why? Like, well, first off, let's take this first off. <laughs> and two guys. <laughs> first off, you're putting her in a situation where she's getting double teamed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second, you have a guy's dick getting bitten. <laughs> I don't bite. I've never. Well, have you ever sneezed while sucking a dick? See, this is my question. Would that be like? It'd be like awesome, but then also be like, oh crap! I just bit that guy's dick off. Oh, <laughs> off? How sharp are your teeth? Yeah, I. <laughs> I Man. don't think they're that sharp. I. They're kind of off. This one's a little chipped. So they're like, <laughs> <laughs> this one maybe. <laughs> If we get it at the right angle, it would be all over. Well, I haven't had complaints when I drag, so it's just been like, oh, you dragged. Okay, don't do it again. So I imagine my teeth aren't that bad. But I would feel horrible if I did chomp down because I make an extra effort to not drag my teeth when I am giving a blowjob. That's just something I pride myself on doing. I take pride in my work. But if you came and sneezed at the same time. Oh, my God. And I had Would it be worth it? No, at that point, no. Yes, and then no, because I'm selfish. I do want that. So um, the the last thing that we normally do on this type of podcast is to talk about if you could say anything to your past self at the point before the first time you had sex, what sort of advice would you give? What would you want to hear right before that? No, Brian. you don't need to do this. You can wait. Just wait a little bit longer. It's not worth losing the friendship that you had with that one person. Um, and yeah, I would just say wait. And uh, so is that something similar that you would say to any listeners who may be in a similar situation? I Yes, it's I, it's okay to experiment and to, to want... Go with your level of comfortability. I was comfortable with him, but I don't... I I can honestly say I wasn't comfortable enough to have sex. I consented because I did want it. But as we were getting going, it's like, no, this isn't... I don't know if I really want this, you know? So it's better to wait and not regret than to just do it and ruin things. Fair enough. I think that's a a pretty uh, common... You know, feeling after first time people have had had sex, um, I've seen that sort of uh, you know pa- reaction looking back um, from women a little more than men. But uh, 
there's nobody that we've spoken to yet of all the guests we've had on and our own personal stories that has been like the first time was awesome and it was perfect and it was exactly the way that like you you would imagine it even in situations and you're not the first one to say it where they thought it was the perfect situation the perfect scenario it still wasn't perfect and, and you know that's not necessarily a bad thing and it it's not necessarily something that you have to end up regretting because it that's what life is it's a series of experiences that are imperfect incomplete and we make the best of them and we learn from them and that's kind of what makes life be so meaningful is that we're continually progressing forward and we don't need to look back and necessarily you know regret things right i mean like you said experimenting is great because you can a level of experimentation that you're comfortable with is great because you do learn you do make the mistakes but if you're just not ready you're not ready and i think the one of the biggest takeaways we can take here as we wrap this episode up is if you're going to be getting into a relationship and you're going to be seen as dick, look up uncircumcised ones too because they're underrepresented and you don't want to scream when you see it. <laughs> Absolutely. That was bad. Quite true. Quite true. So uh, this is uh, – we really appreciate you coming on, Brianne, and, and sharing your story. It's it's definitely a, a deeply personal thing. Um, but, you know, it, it very well may help somebody in, you know, having their own experience and maybe – prevent them from getting into a situation that would otherwise be a, a negative um, experience and it may prevent somebody from getting their labia or dick bit. It was my pleasure or If not you my can pleasure. save a clit or a dick from being bit, I think we've done an amazing thing here. Yeah. And I don't think anybody could argue with that. No. <clears throat> oh, what's, you want to wrap it? Yeah, let's plug. Oh, we want to wrap it. Okay. I don't, uh, are we gonna plug I don't, on the episode after we talk about biting dicks? Yeah, <laughs> we can. I mean, you have a biting dick story. Uh, no, no, no. Hit <laughs> us like, up on Twitter. Like, if you want to bite into us, <gasps> all right, do it. That was genius. Do you want to bite into us? Well, get us on Twitter at WNTT1. Also, we're on Facebook at We Need a Talk Show. And we have a Patreon page and uh, iTunes ratings. Do it. Do it. Go to iTunes. Give us a five star or uh, one star if you think we suck. But give us a five star. That would make us so happy. And also, you know, if you have any sexy stories, well, guess what? Guess what? 